Thank you for tuning into the Monarch Touch podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra and I will be your host. Have you ever wanted to improve a part of your life so badly that you were willing to take anybody's advice? Maybe you vent to anyone who is willing to listen and take the advice they give back. Or maybe you only ask the people that are already in your social circle and together you have a collective agreement on certain viewpoints. Sometimes we vent, but then don't listen because we get stuck in a certain belief cycle. Unfortunately, when we limit our awareness because we already know the answer, we miss the greatest learning opportunities. If you are approaching an area in your life where you know it needs improvement, do who do you turn to for help? What I want to share today is the importance in thinking about this with wisdom and intentions. If we are not intentional with where we tune in, we are likely to listen to all kinds of advice being thrown at us in every direction. We all live in an age of information. Look what I'm doing here, sharing my own learned behaviors in order to help those who are willing to listen and take my advice. It's very easy to look up information on anything. And I was about to say just about anything, but literally anything can be found on Google, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just for starters. There is even an app for everything you would like to improve on. So with all this information at our fingertips, I can imagine why we all could feel like an expert in any subject, which also means when searching or listening to others speak, are we being selective with the advice we get from others? People, even in their best intentions, can give poor advice. So how do we know who to listen to? So I want to share an example with you. 16 years ago, I made the choice to change majors in school so that I could learn to become a massage therapist. In 2006, I began first as an employee in a couple of different salons trying to find my group. In 2007, my family packed up and moved to Florida. In this state, people don't hire massage therapists as employees, so I had to learn to become an independent contractor. At this season in my life, I was also dependent on others for pretty much everything except massaging people itself. I was told when I had appointments scheduled. Someone answered all the phone calls and booked the massage appointments. Someone else was checking in with me to see if I could work for them. Someone else was taking the money and cashing out the clients and someone else was making sure all the supplies and stocks were filled. I didn't pay rent. I didn't pay for supplies at this time. I didn't even worry about finding people to come in for a massage because all that was being done for me. It was simple. I found the salon that kept me the busiest. But I came to a place where I had to admit that my work was inconsistent and I always seemed to not be working at my fullest potential. The most frustrating part in this scenario was that I was dependent on other people to feed me to feed my family. I was reliant and waiting on other people to give me work. I shared this concern with my brother who said something that has always stuck with me. He said, Kendra, you are a great massage therapist. That's not the problem. The problem is that nobody knows you exist. 
Many people with good intentions gave me suggestions on how to build up my clientele list, but it never seemed to really make that much of a difference. In 2014, I took a leap of faith and rented my space rather than paying commission. This meant that even if I didn't work, no matter the reason, I still would have to pay the rent. With commission, if I worked, I split the pay. If I didn't work, there was no loss. Now, compare that to me renting space. We had two hurricanes and I still had to pay rent for that time even though it was lost. We were shut down with COVID. I still had to pay. If I go on vacation or if I'm sick and I can't work, I have to pay out money without money coming in. So I was more eager and motivated to learn how to build my business because of this. I started attending entrepreneur classes. This is where I met some extraordinary minds. And as you can imagine, this is what transformed my business and what transformed me. You see, there was one important factor that made all the difference. I changed who I was listening to and modeling after. As you are wanting to grow and improve your life, who are you modeling? Even if you are not realizing it, we all have mirror neurons and who we hang around will slowly morph us into their liking. And we are doing the same to others. And so it makes sense that if you really want to improve your life, begin with being intentional about who you want to model after. What I have learned is that in the beginning of my massage career, I was taking advice from people who were employees and even though some of them were making really good money, they still were not in the process of creating their own ideas, risking their own money, time, and feelings. Employees don't have the experience of catching leads and keeping them. And so it makes sense that their advice on how I should build my business never worked in my favor. I was encouraged by them to get a massage chair and offer free massages and pass out my business cards at different events. What I learned was that you attract the wrong people by doing that. I could tell you firsthand this doesn't work as well as most people think. Massages are expensive and the ones looking for the free work are not typically the ones who are willing to come in and pay the salon price. However, when I began hanging out with other entrepreneurs, I was encouraged to become professional. I was encouraged to create a name, a logo, a tagline, then securing all that with registering, being registered as an LLC. It was like I began learning a new language and how to speak it. I was taught how to be intentional with creating a Google roadmap and leading people to find me. I was taught to how to do a website and and all this different kind of platforms of just leading people to me. This summer, even though people are still so confused over what has happened with the pandemic, this has been my busiest summer since I started working because people have been able to find me through that roadmap. So who are you modeling? First, you need to know what it is that is making you unhappy. What do you want to change in your life? When I was planning for this message and thinking up the title, I almost named it Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. Do you remember the story of Snow White? Her evil stepmother would have this magical mirror that had infinite wisdom and he would talk to her. 
We usually look into mirrors to see the reflection back on ourselves, but the evil stepmother would look into her mirror and look at others to see her worth in comparison to them. In a fit of desperate envy, she wanted to know who was the fairest. But I'm asking us to look into our mirrors to really see ourselves. Try not to blame your weaknesses and failures out on your circumstances and what other people have done to you. Look at your reflection honestly so that you can begin owning your own choices, your own behaviors in relations to where you are today. Is there any area in your life right now that you do not like when you take that honest look? Most areas that we all want to improve fall under three categories, health, finances, and relationships. If you were to look at those three areas in your life and measure them, where would they fall on the scale from 1 to 10? 1 being non-existence and 10 being top of the world. You're on fire. I believe that even if we are doing well, there's always room for improvement. Keep in mind that a sharp blade stays sharp only if you continue to sharpen it. So what area do you need to sharpen? First begin with being intentional about what you're wanting to grow and improve. And how we learn to improve the situation is by finding someone who does it better. Because of our mirror neurons, we will become like those we hang around. We don't even need to know them personally. We can become like others through reading or learning on platforms like using their apps watching their YouTube videos, and listening to their podcasts. They share their knowledge, and just with that modeling influence, our lives can miraculously improve. But we need to have discernment, because sometimes the people that we want to follow and learn from are not living in congruence with what we actually want. For an example, If you are desiring to improve your finances so that you can have nicer things, you may look to a financial advisor or another person who is making a lot of money so that you can learn from them. Pay attention to their truth. How are they living? Even if a person knows how to make a good living does not automatically mean that they know how to manage all that money and what you may copy is how to make more money, but also be in the same level of debt as them. Proverbs 17, 24 teaches, The discerning sets his face toward wisdom, but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. If our intentions are only to gain and not set our face on godly wisdom, we miss the meaning in all our toil. We can spend a lifetime of hard work going through the motions and have a lifetime of worthless pursuits. So praying for discernment is powerful. Who we model should have the character integrities that matter to us and who we model should live in congruence with our beliefs. Who we model should be in alignment to what we want in three, five, even 10 years down the road. There are going to be people you have known for a really long time and you consider them friends. This could also mean your family members. Do you value their integrity? Are they congruent with your own beliefs and are they in alignment with your goals? 
If not, it doesn't mean you disown them. It just means you start thinking about these things and begin searching for people who do live in a way that you want to learn and grow from. So to sum it all up, we all need to make time for self-reflection and look within. Start with where you are at without judging yourself. Just get honest about what you have or have not done to be where you are today. If we do that, then we can begin seeing our habits and lifestyles as they are and we will be better able to seek out help for where we want to be going in our life. This outside help should be with people who are aligned with our beliefs and who live in congruence with what they teach. We want to be able to be influenced in a way that makes us feel good about ourselves. If someone has what you want but lacks integrity and makes small compromises to get what they want, then just by the power of influence, you may find yourself one day in a bad place because without even realizing it, you too may be making small compromises, not thinking they are big deals until you look back in the mirror and question who you've become. So choose to model the people who align with your beliefs. If you make this small change in your thinking and in your daily practice, you will one day look in the mirror and be surprisingly happy to see the person looking back at you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page Monarch Touch and leave your comments there. I appreciate you and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.